ACC covers country. Hi, I'm Casey, and this is what I do. I cover everything in the country world, specifically on 92.3 WIL in St. Louis. But now all of our biggest topics and stories and country artist interviews get to live here as well. So if you don't listen to the radio or you just can't catch our morning show, you can always keep up on all the country stuff with me here, too. And the cool thing is that I've got people on my station who are always up to talk country with me. And today I invited my friend Marty, who's also our music director at 92.3 WIL. And you'll also recognize his voice from afternoons on our station. Thanks for hanging with me. Of course, you're welcome. Okay, so later on I'm going to throw in that Justin Moore interview audio that Remy and I did last night. But first I want to hit a few other things like Luke Bryan's new docu-series how crazy is that (laughs) okay so normally i don't i'm i'm hit or miss with docu-series stuff either i'll watch it and it makes me really appreciate the artist more like the whole demi lovato thing right and sometimes it makes me not like the artist as much as i thought i did i've dreamed of this moment for so many years moving to nashville playing in bars riding in vans just right around my little town and you'll see it's everything i could have ever dreamed of I think I'm really going to like this one about Luke Bryan because although I'm not super tuned in with him and his music, Mm -hmm. I... You're not a country girl shaking for me kind of person, are you? Exactly. Like, it comes on at the concert, I'm shaking it, but, like, I'm not playing it in my car. But his story and his personal life, I feel like that's really going to touch my heart. I think so. All right, so, like, drink a beer. Right. Which, for a long time, I thought he had written that song. Yeah. Chris Stapleton wrote it. Right. About... His stuff, and it's funny because you heard those stories about he and his wife taking in his sister's kids, right, and just treating them, raising them, like, amazing stories. Exactly. And then you feel like you get fun Luke Bryan party, like, there's this, like, serious guy, and then there's... And then there's fun Luke Bryan. And and I'll tell you this, I was at Luke Bryan's house one time. Yeah. (laughs) For Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we trust me, it was was an all-out party, it was a, a blast. He is one of the nicest people in the entire world, and I'll never forget, they actually told Luke, like, hey, man... Like, cause he he gets crazy. Like mm-hmm. we're talking. Like they told me he needed to settle down. Yeah, calm down, cause he'll get on the megaphone oh, and no. start saying things, and it's like, oh my gosh, Luke Bryan, NC Seventeen stuff. Like he's just a funny guy, and he's a super nice guy. So that's like they take things away from Luke Bryan every once in a while. That's like hilarious. Luke, need to calm down. But it was a fun party. But and, and they did it in his barn, which was really neat, and yeah. it's like the coolest barn I've ever seen in my entire. But he's such a family guy. He is, and his mom. Everything I see about his mom, and then his wife Caroline, they also just look like the most fun uh, women to be around as yeah. well. So I'm sure their household is always loud. I mean, the pranks that he's pulled. The pranks. And, I mean, I'm sure everything that his mom has gone through in losing children Mm -hmm. and then watching, you know, all of Luke's success and his rise to fame, I'm sure it's just uh, a whirlwind for her as well. Yeah, I always wonder that on on the family side, like... Mm -hmm. What is it like what is it like your your son son or your brother or your dad Mm -hmm. get famous? Yeah. And do his kids even remember him before then? I think about that all the time. Like, Tom, I mean, I don't want to... Thomas Red, Of course. Like his kids. Your dad, first off, your grandfather is yeah. a superstar and has written some of the biggest hits in country music. Right. And then your dad is a superstar and your mom is almost as popular as your exactly. husband. Lauren is like extremely popular. Right. Like, and they're growing up around it. I don't even know if they'll ever really catch a hold on how cool that is. Yeah. Or if, you know, Thomas and Lauren will still be as prominent 
when their girls are grown up as they are now. Yeah, it must be crazy to grow up with um, a, a star in your family. Yeah, and you get to have the coolest experience in your entire life. Like, oh, mom and dad are getting dressed for the CMAs, right. you know, like getting exactly. all ready. Which something I thought was interesting. So last night we were talking to Justin Moore, right. and he let us in on some insight when it comes to award shows yeah. and how he's like, you know what, really? You see what you see on TV. But honestly, all we're doing is bouncing back and forth from the bar. Sometimes I bounce out of there early. Yeah. You know? I do the pictures. And I'm not even like, I do the red yeah. carpet. I'm not even there. Exactly. Um, which I think is hilarious because we do see only what we're getting given on TV. on TV. And it's amazing. I, my first ever, uh, I've been to two CMAs. And on, the first one, I was up in the rafters of the Bridgestone. I mean, yeah. second row to the top of it. Um, and that's when Chris Stable and, and Justin Timberlake performed Tennessee Whiskey. And I didn't know Iconic. who Chris Stable was. Right? Amazing. Second time, I was able to kind of see more. And it's like, they go to the commercial break, all the artists clear up, and they go to some bar that's underneath the stage. Mm-hmm. And then some don't even come back. They just hang out there. And they're seat fillers. There's right. actually people who, who sit in these seats. Yeah, they're just given tickets just to go fill the seats so that yeah. on TV it looks like a nice full yeah. arena yeah. or stadium Really, or whatever. half of the artists are at a bar uh, underneath the stage. So Exactly. That was interesting, though, Justin talked about it. He was like, man, he goes, I'm already in shorts or something like that. Isn't that what he said? He goes, yeah. I'm, taking my, I'm back He's on my bus. He's already in basketball shorts, yeah. chilling for the night. He's like, I'm going to catch the after parties if I don't go to bed early. Right. Because that's what you're really going for is the after parties. Okay, so speaking of Chris Stapleton, I also saw something this week. Have you heard about the Metallica Blacklist album? Yes. I was very confused when I first heard that there was going to be a new Metallica album coming out, except it won't be them. It'll be all like 53 other artists all doing covers of their favorite Metallica songs. And Chris Stapleton's one of the people on that Have you album. heard it? I have heard it. You I have, have it's a amazing. Little, I have a little bit of the audio here that I wanted to play because I was really blown away. So he did nothing else matters. Also, I mean, if you've gone through the list of John artists, Party's on there. John Party is on there. But all these artists did it in their own way, and they took those songs and made their own renditions of it. Yeah, I know, and it's because I think Stapleton's is Stapleton-esque. Yes. It, you, it's amazing. That I mean. And Parties is very party. There's a little yeah. violin happening in mm-hmm. there. It sounds very, um, like, honky-tonky. I mean, come on. Everyone needs to fiddle in the band, right? Yeah. Uh, why not with Metallica? Exactly. I know, like, from The Rocks, I think Cage Elephant's on it. Um, it there's, it's a pretty good lineup. I've heard. Miley Cyrus is Miley's on it. On it yeah. Even Darius Rucker, who's yeah. his, I'm sure his is going to sound very, you know, Hootie, Hootie. and the Blowfish. Yeah. So that'll be really interesting to see, too. I think it's fun to watch artists kind of break out of that and do cover songs. Did Justin I, do any fun. covers last night? He did. Uh, at the end of the show, he did uh, oh, Home Sweet Home. He did. He ended Isn't the show. Motley Crue? Yeah. Okay, I thought so, but I was like, man, I don't want to say it out loud just in case I'm wrong. <laughs> and then he had his guitar player sang a song and was hitting these ridiculous yes. notes. And I can't, was it a journey? I had the set list at one point. I think I don't it know was a journey song, but it happened and everybody was like, whoa, what yeah. is going on? But it was so good. Well, because I was standing up there and I was talking, to, they're like, what song is he going to do next? He's played all of his hits. I was like, I have no clue. Your, your, your guess is better than mine. Yeah. And then they came with that and I was like, wow. Exactly. Wow. 
I know uh, Meat had a great time on that show last night. Meat, our game master. Uh, if you ever listen to Remy versus Casey on 92.3 WIL, we play a game every day at 8 a.m. to give away tickets. And Meat is our guy from ESPN who comes down to be our yeah, game master. Yeah, he's a big country big country fan. Huge country fan. And he's he told me he's coming to most of the shows this year, which is exciting. There's so many great shows. and But like to, to hang out with Justin, I know that was your first time meeting him. It was my first time, yeah. Last night. What it first off, he's such a nice guy. Like he is so, so down cool. home. I know he was, and he was obviously so grateful to be there, and just kept saying how he didn't want to get emotional, but how nice it was to just be on stage again. Even though he wasn't full band, it was mm-hmm. just a three piece. He said that he was excited to be invited, play mm-hmm. the show. And see all the faces in the crowd again, which the pageant is a perfect location for that because 100%. it's like there's nowhere else to look but the stage. Yeah. And there was everything goes right. Yeah, you're right. It goes right to the stage. Yeah. And the acoustics in are really, really good. He sounded great. Oh my God, did he ever? I always and get nervous. You, you know what I mean? Like when you have artists and it's just them and a guitars or, you know, two oh, guitars yep. and you're like, how are they going to sound? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it gets pretty sleepy mm-hmm. with an acoustic set as well. Yeah. But I think that crowd sang along with every single song that he played last night. Like, it never got quiet in there. No, not at all. That that place was bumping. And you and I even stood in the pit <laughs> in the for pit. part of the time. Where actually the air conditioning was. Oh, uh, I know. Which was not, was not weird. Air conditioning in the pit. The rest of it, hot. The rest of it was hot. I'm glad we stood where we did. And even standing in the pit for an acoustic set was so much fun. Mm-hmm. What do you think out of, of like all the shows that we've seen so far? What has been your favorite? I don't, we so we actually haven't really seen a ton this year since COVID stuff is just now kind of lifting. But what we have done, I really really liked Larry Fleet, Love which Larry is Fleet. funny because I had no idea who he was until <laughs> that week when we started yeah. to promote it, and I really did my research and started listening to him. Now I'm I love Larry Fleet, um, Justin Moore definitely. I think he's at the top. I had fun at Mitchell Tenpenny. I had way too much fun at Mitchell Tenpenny. Oh, I left <laughs> sick after Mitchell Tenpenny. I had too much fun. But he was great, too. Yeah. And that was an acoustic set that as was, well. Yeah, Larry Fleet had too much. I had too much fun at that one, too. Gosh. You had too much we have fun. Been, we've had way too much fun. We got to stop having fun. I, and, like, now that we're back in full swing of things, yeah. do you feel like you're – I feel like I'm still trying to get my boots on, like, trying to get ready. Oh, And, like, yeah. trying to get in these – Concerts and swing of it, yeah. Like I just feel like I'm not there. I'm not at 100. percent I kind of thought this about a year ago. I remember saying out loud, "Whenever everything comes back full throttle, we are going to be so fatigued. We're Mm going to be so out of breath because everything's going to happen so quick." And that is how I feel today. After I'm I'm exhausted, I feel like I worked out. You got home at like two o'clock last night. I woke up at 4 a.m. today, (laughs) and like we know it doesn't stop. I mean, our schedules don't slow down until November. Yeah. There's a lot that's happening. How do you keep up with all these artists as like our music director? So you're Mm -hmm. the one that kind of reaches out to labels and the artists, and you set up most of these shows that we have. Yeah, I mean, this this boots, you know, it's fun. Let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. It's, um, it's also kind of weird because you're like, hey, Tommy, our boss, mm-hmm. he and I meet and we sit there and we start being like, hey, what can we do? Let's put this together. We want to do this Boots and Bourbon concert series and thank you to Bullet. And it's a lot of fun. And, you know, you hear a lot of music. You know, mm-hmm. think about all the stuff you hear. You guys play in the, the Catch of the Day. Yeah, exactly. Catch of the Day is where we play some of our newer artists or 
artists that are just kind of rising or just new music from artists that we play all the time. Anything that had just come out and is really popping off our attention, we'll play in the mornings just to give it our first spin on our station. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I know the mainstream. I know the artists that are given to me. Right. You know the artists that I, I have no clue who they are. I explore a little bit. You're <laughs> like, right. Like, cause are you going, like, what, how are you finding those artists? So a lot of this, and this is going to sound silly, but I do scroll on TikTok a lot. Mm-hmm. I know you do too, actually. Yeah, I, I don't have TikTok. I follow it on Instagram. Okay, and so, so yeah. yeah. So, because now everything's like attached to Instagram these days. So, you're right. So, yeah. I'll sometimes find them there. Also, I'll go through those like random Spotify playlists if I feel like I need to just freshen up things a little bit. But speaking of this, when it comes to like mainstream versus, um, I don't want to use the word underground, but yeah. like all the country yeah. artists that don't, you know, not the Jake Owens. There is an underground of country music. Exactly. And there are a million different branches of it, too, whether it be like the boyfriend country, the yeah. red dirt, yeah, the, yeah, the red whatever dirt. it is going to be. They got the Texas country. Texas country. Which is very interesting about that because okay. like there's artists that are huge in Texas. Oklahoma a little bit. Uh-huh. They don't do anything outside that. So you're reading my mind. This is what I was going to say. I – and article came out this week from mm-hmm. Billboard, which caught my attention and got me doing a little bit of research, and I'll get back to that in a second. But eventually I got on the subject of Co Wetzel, who was here for Hot Country Nights back in 2020 and okay. played a crazy show at Ballpark Village, as he does. And, you know, Co Wetzel, he is that Texas country. I found an art- or a interview that he did with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and in it he said, you know, Texas country is different because people in Texas want to feel like you're only here with them. These artists get huge in that state mm-hmm. because it feels like a little community. And once they start branching out or, you know, like Coetzel will get really famous really fast, yeah. then they feel like they're going to sell out or go to mainstream country or whatever. Hey, you don't want to sell out those Texas people. You're done. <laughs> those you're Texas out. people are done. <laughs> but that's what that's what kind of brought my attention is because Coetzel is a big name in the country music world. Do you ever see someone like that coming to country radio? That stuff. I can. All right. So I can talk. I can attest to this. Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson. Texas country guy. Yeah. He never wanted us to be signed to a label. Mm-hmm. He wanted to just do his thing because he was making a boatload of money in Texas doing right. his thing, selling out. I think it was like 70,000 seat venues. I mean, this guy was doing a ton. Right. And so when I was in Memphis, he came to play a show there. Every label. Mm-hmm. Was came to Memphis to watch this guy play because they wanted to sign him, and from what I understand is he eventually said, "Okay, I'll do it." Yeah, because he's like, now I can expose myself to the entire country, mm-hmm. entire world, and not just Texas and like the, like I said, Oklahoma and that kind of region. Um, and I think that's been pretty cool to see because now you're like Cody Johnson, Cody Johnson. Right. You find people like yourself that are really into finding artists. And we have so many listener, listeners that do that, and they say, hey, play this artist. Half the time, I don't know who they are. Right. And that was the same thing. I was you're like, right. who the hell is this Cody Johnson guy? I don't know mm-hmm. who you are. And then you saw him play, and you're like, all right, man, you're good. I know. You're good. So I'm thinking about specifically Co Wetzel because he is a controversial artist in like his lyrics and things. Okay. We're probably not going to play some of his songs on radio because he's singing about cocaine. I'm oh. just being honest. And so, hey, if he was drinking beer, it's okay. You go to hard stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Then, then yeah. we got to be a little bit careful. <laughs> and so, I know a lot of people will ask me about that, like, why don't yeah. you guys ever play this person or that person or da da da? And it's a little hard to answer sometimes because you yeah. want to say, yeah, I like that song too. It's just it's it's you know not that easy. Yeah, no, you're right. 
there's a, there's there's a whole process. There's a lot like you talked about. There's a lot of things that go behind the scene from mm-hmm. that record label working that song or picking a single. Like somebody like, why do you play that song? That's the song they're working. Yeah. The record label is working. Um, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I think it's interesting because that those Texas people love their Texas country. They that love Billy it. Bob's down there, which I've always wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Um, that's where you want to play. Like that's like right. to me. That's where Thomas Rhett played his very first shows post COVID right. stuff, which which proves how important of a venue it is down mm-hmm. there. And I think he did what three nights, two three nights? nights in a yeah. row, sold them all out. Yep. And everybody plays there. It doesn't matter who you are; they play Billy Bob's. Exactly. And I think that's only like a two thousand, three thousand seat place. And I heard there's like a rodeo attached to it, like a rodeo. I've never been out. My dad went down there one time. Right. And he's like, yeah, he goes, you love it. Next door, they're doing rodeo. And I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is my kind of place. Exactly. It is fun, though. I think it's fun to listen to new artists and new music. Um, it never gets old. And so that's how I got on this topic because I saw a Billboard article that came out earlier this week featuring Kane Brown, Mickey Guyton, and both of the brothers Osborne. Yeah. And the entire premise of the article was that, like, this is 2021's outlaw country. Mm-hmm. And that title alone kind of grabbed my attention because I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not thinking of Kane Brown as outlaw country. No. Right? So I had to read it a little bit. The conclusion, I'm actually going to read straight from something that John Osborne said. He said the reason it was called outlaw country was not because they were robbing banks. It was because they weren't adhering to the norm. So it's not much different than what we're doing now. And in that sense, I understand it. But then it made me start to think about the Coes and the Texas country who are also doing their own thing completely. Yeah, It's hard to put um, labels on branches and genres and it was things. funny because like came brown he was discovered on youtube yeah so he did go his own route that oh, way yeah and then i think the guys from fgl were the ones that were that had kind of found him oh yeah yeah and then really supported him mm-hmm. and you look at kane he's like a huge success yeah and his story's amazing sleeping on a car with right his mom and the first thing he did when he made his money was he bought his mom a car mm-hmm. and i think she has a home and she never worked a day in her life because yeah. kane like takes care yeah and the brother's what great musicians. What great musicians, yeah. Yeah, Mickey, I don't have a lot of experience with. I think in this article they pointed to the fact that she she says in this article, I've been signed to a label for a very, very long time. I'm one of the only black artists signed to this label, and just recently I decided I have to start writing about different things because what I was doing before was not working, um, which yeah, I think is interesting. Yeah, she's had a lot of cuts. Um, she's on Capitol. Okay. You know, and it, that's, a, that's a tough label to be on because you've got, like, the Luke Bryans. You've got Keith Urban, John Party, mm-hmm. like Carrie Underwood. Yeah. You know, you got some major people. And it's hard to get your stuff played now. Yeah, so shout out to these artists for redefining outlaw country in their way because I think they all deserve plenty of I'm admiration. I love Kane Brown. Kane Brown's great. Yeah. I'm a little bummed he's not coming to St. Louis this year. Right. He's doing, like, basketball stadiums and, like— yeah. Other things I heard it's like some kind of NBA tour he's doing is what they were kind of calling it. I could see him doing really doing something like that and loving every minute yeah. of it. That'd he's be just... a tour that Kane Brown would thrive with. Who like you look at? We we're talking about you know the wives of country music. Right. And Kane's wife very popular. We talk about Lauren, mm-hmm. Luke Combs, yeah, Aldean. The wives. The wives of they Nashville. run it. Do they? Don't they? They run I mean, that town. They are more popular than their husbands. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want to get some of them on the phone someday just yeah. just to hear about how that goes. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for oh, 
Thanks for the invite. Hey, I love it. This is a lot of fun. I know. You're going to have to come I've never done a podcast before. Really? This is my first podcast. Oh, well, here we go. I mean, it's my first episode of this podcast. Oh, I'm on the... I'm the first and first. Exactly. Okay, thanks for hanging out, Marty. Let's go ahead and get into this interview we did last night with Justin Moore. Well, we're back. Remy and Casey, 92.3 WIL, our Boots and Bourbon series, and we're starting it off with you, Justin Moore. What's up, man? I know Boots and Bourbon. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm good, man. It's uh, it's so good to be back out on the road and um being in this area, uh, which I love and have been here a thousand times with you guys, uh, it's awesome. Here's what I got to say. The energy in that room tonight is phenomenal. Like, I've never been in a venue before that when the people were coming in, they were cheering. So you got really? the energy tonight. Whew, thank God. We need it. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. Um uh, but, uh, yeah, so I understand that this is the first in this series, correct? Yep. There's no pressure, right? Um, but, no, we're, we're so excited, especially on the heels of, of um, you know, what we've all been through over the past, you know, 16, 18 months, whatever it's been. And, um, you know, blessed that we all came through it unscathed uh, as much so as we could. And, and to be out playing music again is... Um, I think now all, all artists um, and maybe everybody in our, our business, um, not that we didn't before, but I think we all appreciate it more than ever. So Sure. You know, you and I, we're dads. Um, we are. We've got a lot of time to spend with the family over the past year or so. Do you, and Casey gives me crap for this all the time, take pride in your lawn? <laughs> I take pride in paying somebody to keep it looking good. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because while we were, we didn't know how long we were going to be off. You know, when it first started, I thought, I remember my bus driver dropping me off and I said, oh, hell, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when all this stuff calms down. Yeah. And um, that turned into, you know, damn near two years. And, and so, um, I did my lawn for a long time until I got super busy with my career. And then I just said, there's no way I can take care of my pool in my lawn. I just can't do it. I would come home, the, the you know, and the, the grass is this high and, and the pool's green. And so finally I, I relinquished those duties. And I loved mowing. It's like a zen place for me. Exactly. See, that's what I, I really, really enjoy That's it. what I tell her because I, I, I have some great ideas when I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah. I'm just out there. I'm striping put the, the You lawn. put the headphones in, exactly. listen to music, yeah. listen to WIL, yes. whatever. Um, and uh, so um, had I known it was going to go this length of time, I would have uh, gotten back on my lawnmower and taken care of my lawn, but I didn't know. So. You never really know when it's going to end. Well, never know. You need a lawn boy. I mean, I'm, I'm your guy. You look more like a pool boy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll wear the Speedo. Okay, you know, okay. I'll dance. So you guys were off the road for so long. Was it during quarantine when you guys started your podcast? It was, yeah. It was, um, you know, it was kind of a, a thought bubble mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, my tour manager and longtime great friend who's right here, JR. He walked in and I was like, man, I feel like I've met him, but I don't know why. That's why from it's the, the podcast. Hammer. There, there he is right there in the flesh. Um, we, we talked about for a long time, hey, this would be fun to do, but always use the excuse that 
we didn't have time to do it, yeah. you know, because of our jobs and, and, and me having four kids at home. And certainly we didn't have that excuse any longer when all this, you know, came about. And I said, you know what, man, let's just do it. All it takes is us get a couple mics and a couple of equipment pieces and a camera here or there. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, no big deal. But I felt as though I had personally, I had to be doing something that I felt was like somewhat close to what I did for work. Somewhat and, creative and like connected yeah, with the somewhat, fans. And it, it, I thought it'll help us stay in touch with the fans. Uh, and the only thing long form that we have the opportunity to do is play shows on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk to you guys, typically it's for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, whether it be in person or an interview over the phone or whatever. And I thought that it would create an opportunity for that. I'm terrible on social media, so I thought maybe it'll help in that department. Right. And um, I feel like it helps them get to know you better. Is there... And some of the inside baseball stuff, I think people oh, yeah. would enjoy. You know, like, you know, backstage is actually pretty boring. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot of little things like that. So it's been... To wrap a bow or put a bow on it, it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. We're not... Certainly, we're not professionals like you guys on that side of the microphone, but we've, we've had a, a lot of fun with it and caught up with a lot of really neat people. Yeah, I feel like as long as you're having fun, the audience knows and they're having fun, too. Is yeah. there, like, a dream guest or somebody that you could have on the podcast with you? Oh, man. And you could pick from anybody. Um, you know, we had Matthew McConaughey recently. Oh, and, yeah. Um, great. It was uh, That was pretty incredible, and I, I really still don't understand why he said yes to, uh, to doing it. Um, but he was fun, and we've had a ton of country acts on. But uh, my, I don't know, my my um, favorite country artist has is, is always been Dwight Yoakam. I would love oh, to yeah. have him on. I think he's an interesting guy. JR, you got a, a a dream guest that you would like to have on? I, I mean, Bo Cephas always, but <laughs> that would be that would be uh, that would be interesting for sure. But, uh, you know, Alan Jackson, we're working on that now. Oh, so that's are you that, really? That's that a lot of That'd fun. That would be great, yeah. Yeah, that would be a that would be awesome. That's so. a great one. Here, I'll get this back to you. Um, as we're talking about just having absolutely no time, and especially you know your schedule is going to fill up now for the summer and into this year. Um, Casey is a DIY like flipper of furniture in her free time. Oh, nice. I take care of coral reef aquariums in my basement. Do you have like a, a vice or like a niche? Wait, we can't gloss over that. What the hell does that even <laughs> mean? That's, as soon you, as you he say says that it, so casually, like everybody's like faces. everybody knows what that means and is. And I mean, that's that maybe is the most though. random really thing I've ever heard I of just, in my life. I don't really want to get too far into it, but basically like coral from the ocean. So there's a whole hobby. Yeah, I know what coral is. So that you can, like, grow it in home aquariums. So I have a little farm in my basement. You have a coral farm? Yeah. Yeah, I'm helping the world. So you're going to be the next guest on our podcast to talk coral farming. Let's, let's go. I'm, okay. We, we can yeah. go deep if you want. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is, there like a, is there, like, a vice? Or is there, is there something you collect? Guitars, cars? What um, is it? Do it? Nothing, really. Guns. Guns? Yeah, okay, I guess yeah. guns maybe would be the, the one thing. Um many of those do you have? Oh, gosh. How many hats? Uh, hundreds. I've probably got... Uh, I have my own line of cowboy hats, so they just send me boxes upon boxes full of them. Uh, boots, I probably I probably have 150 pair of boots, maybe, or something stupid like that. Some of them I've re- retired. Um, but, uh, yeah, guns, I guess. I've probably got 60-ish, 
maybe. I was like to go for because in, in the coral universe, you know, we we sell anemones. It grows in the ocean. It grows in the ocean, but it also grows in my basement. <laughs> uh, we, you know, sometimes we'll sell those things for like two thousand dollars a piece. Uh, so what, I am in the wrong business. <laughs> so so what? What? What gun have you paid the most for? Um, you know what's funny about it is the. The guns are not the most expensive part of the whole setup. The scopes are. Okay, yeah. If, if that, not the to optics. dodge the question, but uh, gun-wise, probably a thousand dollars. But I've paid four thousand for a scope. Okay. For the optics. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Well, that's that's a, that's a. So vice. the most expensive Guns setup setup I have probably, I don't know, five grand. Okay. Something like that. Nice. Nice. Um. So my wife is a, a ballet instructor and has never really like forced our daughter into who is like five, she'll be six never forced her into dancing because she wants her to come to her with that like if right. she wants to dance she can dance yeah whatever. don't push it on her you've got yeah. kids if they came to you and said I want to be a musician maybe that's already happened are you there to support that or are you there to be like yeah this business you know I, I don't know that I I would in my you know, a heart if I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Because I, I think regardless of what business you're in, you know, the... Uh, the pros and uh, cons. The pros and cons, and, and most importantly, the cons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know that I would love that idea, but if that's what they want to do, I would obviously support them. And um, thankfully, that hasn't happened as of yet. So uh, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, right now they're into sports, which I absolutely love and am totally on board with. So That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our first show guys. for Boots yeah. and Bourbon. We're so excited. Shout out to Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey for sponsoring and these Bullet's shows. Bullet's good. And Bullet's good, good, most importantly. Yeah. All right. So, so Thank you guys for having me. Show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning into our first episode of Casey Covers Country. I hope that you enjoyed it and heard a story or a little fun fact that you didn't know before. You can always catch us on 92.3 WIL or send us feedback through the 92.3 WIL app. And hopefully we will be seeing you at a Boots and Bourbon show soon. See ya. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. Get early access to Macy's Black Friday specials on gifts they'll love at prices you will too. Now, while supplies last, like 40 to 50% off boots and shoes for him and for her. Sweaters for him and her, just $24.99. And 60% off holiday decor, hosting essentials, and so much more. Plus, download the free app for more Black Friday deals at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.